Russian police have released this video they shot in what can be described as a house of horrors. They say those aren't dolls strewn about the apartment, but actual remains of people a historian had dug up and dressed in women's clothing and then put on display. Police say they found 29 mummified remains, most of which were in the apartment the suspect shares with his parents. They were dressed in bright dresses and headscarves, their hands and faces wrapped in what appears to be cloth. Some of the remains are thought to have been stolen from this cemetery. Police released these booking photos of the suspect, who has been identified as a top local expert on cemeteries. Authorities are now working to identify all of the remains they've found. It's not clear yet what specific charges the suspect may face. Ed Donahue, the Associated Press. He's been called the Cemetery Man, the Master of Puppets, the Russian Doll Man, the Body Snatcher, Lord of the Mummies, and the Puppeteer. Why? Born in Russia in 1966, Russian historian Anatoly Moskvin stole corpses from cemeteries in dozens of towns east of Moscow. According to police, he dug up at least 29 corpses, mummified them, and made dolls out of them. Faceless, life-sized female dolls with platinum wigs. Once he dressed them, he'd proceed to pose them around his house as effigies or dolls. Moskvin exclusively exhumed the bodies of girls under the age of 12 and some as young as 3. While in third grade, Moskvin was raped by multiple men. It was after this that his parents said they began to notice a change in his behavior. As if that weren't traumatic enough, sometime following this assault, Moskvin was walking home from school when he was approached by a group of men dressed all in black suits. They were walking to the funeral of 11-year-old Natasha Petrova. These men forced Moskvin to the gravesite, where they made him repeatedly kiss the girl's corpse. The surreal horror continued for the poor boy, as the girl's mother put a ring on him, and then one on her dead daughter in a horrific, macabre wedding ceremony. The girl would haunt his dreams telling him about her love of black magic and telling him he needed to visit her grave. The dreams would stop once he visited, but would resume if he'd not visited for too long a period. She finally told him that she would leave him alone forever if he performed a black magic ritual using the tooth of one of his classmates. According to Moskvin, the ritual was a success and she never haunted him again. All things considered, sounds like a relatively painless divorce. Unfortunately, the success of this ritual would spark his interest in the dark arts. After earning his degree in Celtic studies in the University of Moscow, he joined the Luciferians and directed his energies towards pursuing the left-hand path, focusing on sex magic, which is half the title of my favorite Red Hot Chili Peppers album. Moskvin performed rituals on dead animals, and took a vow of celibacy. A friend of Moskvin's, historian Oleg Ryabov, commissioned him to document 700-plus area cemeteries and unearth local history with the ultimate goal of publishing a book called Nizhny Novgorod Necropolis. But Moskvin's ultimate goal was something more sinister. Local residents began to notice in 2009 that the graves of their friends and family had been disturbed or desecrated. In some instances, the graves were dug up entirely, 
A police investigation turned up no leads and no arrests. Two years later, following a 2011 anti-Muslim attack at the Moscow airport, Muslim graves began being vandalized. Moskvin was caught vandalizing and arrested. Police subsequently searched Moskvin's apartment, which he shared with his parents. What a winner. Expecting to find anti-Muslim items, police were completely shocked to find instead maps of graveyards, doll-making manuals, and 29 life-size dolls. Upon closer inspection, the dolls were dead girls. They ranged in age from 3 to 12. Moskvin had dressed them in an array of clothes. Most were the actual clothes in which they were buried. Makeup and sometimes putting buttons or other items in their empty eye sockets. The eyes he gave the girls was so that they could, quote, watch cartoons with him. The depravity, however, doesn't stop there. He also put music boxes in their chests so that they could interact with him auditorily. He wrapped their limbs with rags, then stuffed them into nylon tights in an effort to keep them in a humanoid form. He also kept track of the girls' birthdays and would celebrate with them when theirs came. One of the bodies was with him for nine years. Another of the victims, a brutally murdered 10-year-old named Olga Chardimova, had a mother, Natalia, who would frequently visit her gravesite. She had no idea that her daughter had actually been taken from her twice. Moskvin's parents claimed they had no knowledge of his actions, saying, We saw these dolls, but we did not suspect that these were dead bodies inside. We thought it was his hobby to make such big dolls, and we didn't see anything wrong. Maybe they didn't see anything, but... The neighbor even smelled the smell every time he'd pass by, but he wrote it off to sewer issues. I mean, he wasn't entirely wrong. Moskvin is a turd of a human being. Obviously, he was arrested and booked with an array of very serious charges. He would go on to confess to 44 counts of grave abuse. Considered a genius by some, speaking 13 languages and having been published in many scientific and historical papers, it's a bit of irony that after a psychiatric evaluation, it was determined that Moskvin suffers from a form of paranoid schizophrenia and in May 2012 was sentenced to coercive court-mandated medical measures and has since been held in a psychiatric hospital. Moskvin's mother claims that he is beaten frequently by the guards and is given over a dozen pills a day, which renders him catatonic. A lawyer specializing in human rights not sure he qualifies, was hired to represent him. Her name is Violeta Volkova, and her aim was to transfer him to Moscow for re-examination. She eventually earned him a second hearing, and in September 2018, it was concluded by Moskvin's doctors that he was no longer dangerous and petitioned the court to release him for outpatient care from his home. He would essentially be walking free. Five months later, a subsequent psychiatric evaluation found that it was too early to release Moskvin, and the hospital withdrew their petition. Anatoly Moskvin, cemetery expert who brought his work home with him. It just goes to show you, find a job you love, 
and you'll never work a day in your life.